0: Should you read your therapist's notes about you? What's in them anyway? Today we'll tell you what's in your therapist's notes and if you should consider them reading them. You're listening to the As Yet Unnamed Open Counseling Podcast with Mark Pines and Stephanie Harrison. Say hi, Stephanie.
1: Hi, and I think we're going to be calling this therapy behind the scenes, but we haven't decided yet.
0: The, the debate rages. The debate rages all right so this is a really interesting topic um first of all I, I think we we need to get out of the way what are the different types of notes that therapists um maintain i i know you you did a bunch of research about this stephanie maybe you can fill us in
1: yeah and you know since we're hoping that this will get out to the ears of people who are therapy clients or considering becoming therapy clients. I think one interesting thing is that people who work as therapists or are trained as therapists know all about notes and all the different notes they have to take. And a lot of therapy clients don't even realize that, that your therapist has a laundry list of notes that they are legally required to take, even if you're not using insurance or other things like they have to keep records on you uh, in order to maintain their license. So, Um, there are a few specific notes that therapists have to keep on you. The main type that they keep on you are what are called progress notes. And these are notes that your therapist writes after every session they have with you. And the purpose of a progress note isn't to capture the full portrait of you and your life story. It's just to focus specifically on what your therapy goal is, what you did in the session to talk about, explore, or address that goal, And whether you seem to be making progress and what your therapist can keep doing to help you make progress on that. Um, And again, those are notes that all therapists have to put in. Most therapists keep them very short. Uh, You know, progress notes are often just two or three sentences long. Um, And therapists do have to put them in after every session. Um, They also, at the beginning of therapy, have to do what's called an intake assessment which is where they ask you a certain list of questions trying to understand your background and what you're coming into therapy for. The intake assessment tends to be a much longer note. It's often the longest note your therapist will write. Um, And they'll get things like your history. Have you had mental health treatment before? Are you having mental health issues? Are you here to work on something other than mental health, like personal growth? Um, What brought you into therapy? What are your goals for therapy? And then they ask you related things so they can get a whole portrait of you. Are you having health issues? Are you having any substance use issues? Are you having relationship issues? How's work going? So, they get all this information, they put it in a big document called an intake assessment. And the purpose of that is to record your story and also to help them understand how um, what's bringing you to therapy connects to everything else in your life. And then they also do these documents called treatment plans that are sort of like a link between your intake assessment and your progress note where it explains what you're there to do in therapy. And what your therapist is going to do to help you get there. And your treatment plan gets updated every now and then, depending on what your goals are. And there's and those are the ones that they kind of have to take that you're going to always see in your record if you ever actually look at your record, which we'll talk about later. Um, and then uh, some therapists take what are called process notes, which are basically, those are just handwritten, sometimes typed, but usually handwritten notes they take in session. Therapists are not required to take process notes, but some choose to do it to help them remember information or If they make, if you're saying something that they feel like they want to come back to later, they may take a note about that in session, but that if they do take notes in session and they keep them out of your main progress note, um, that's not part of your official therapy record. Your official therapy record is pretty much your progress notes, your treatment plan, your intake assessment, and maybe some forms and other assessments you may have done along the way.
0: So that's interesting. So, um, Normally when I think of a therapist's notes, like someone might think, oh, that's what I see my therapist writing in session. They probably have a little notepad or something in their handwriting, bits and pieces here, but there are actually a, a whole bunch of more. It, it's a whole bunch more to it. It sounds like more formal notes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And again, I think that a lot of therapy clients don't realize that their therapists have to do all those notes um, and that... Uh, it's just part of the therapy process um, that it kind of tracks your progress in therapy.
0: And, you know, I, I'm asking questions. I know the answers to these because I am a therapist. But, uh, I mean, they're fairly technical documents. Uh, they're they're not very flowery normally.
1: No, and they're also not very flattering. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll <laughs> probably talk about this later. But, you know, exploring the topic of do you ever want to look at your progress notes? So this idea is that you build this beautiful relationship with your therapist and they see you as this whole person. They see your strengths and weaknesses. They see how you're growing as a human being, what you're working toward, and all these in-depth things about you. And almost none of that makes it into your progress notes. Your progress (laughs) notes are just, I mean, if you think about it, you go to a doctor's office to, you know, I don't know, deal with a twisted ankle or something. Your doctor's only going to write about your twisted ankle. In the notes You might you might have a 20-year a relationship with them and they might know about all your overall health. They might know that you run marathons and are a super healthy person. But all you're going to see in your note is that you have a twisted ankle and it's screwed up and here's what they're going to do to fix it. your Think about progress notes in therapy is the same way. like Your progress notes are going to be really focused on the problems, quote-unquote, or the issues or the goals that you're bringing to therapy. They're not going to be focused on you as a holistic individual. And so they are very technical and they're very tied to why you're in therapy what you're working on and how you and your therapist are working on that
0: and maybe that that's an interesting point because the therapist you see in front in the the you know who who's in you with session is typically a warm person they care about you they see you as a whole person i mean I hope, to, I hope to God you don't have the sort of therapist who sees you as a bunch of symptoms in a very technical way. There'd be a really crappy therapist, but there is this one element of the practice where, where things do get technical and they do have to write about you in a very technical ways. But it's, it seems like that's mostly behind the scenes. That's just the therapist's notes. They, they put in a file and um, it can be quite different from your experience of them.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the things that we want to emphasize and why it was enjoyable to put this article out there is that some people do know that they have therapy notes and some people want to see them. And, you know, I I have read some horror stories on Reddit (laughs) about people who read their therapy notes and were really bummed out. And the main reason you would be bummed out by your therapy notes is what you just said. You feel like your therapist is this warm, caring person who has this depth of understanding of you and they see you as this whole person. And then your notes make you feel something different. And we, I really want to emphasize like that 99.99% of cases, your note is not going to reflect that overall view your therapist has of you. Your, your notes are this technical thing they have to do to justify. Like one of the main reasons your therapist keeps notes is to justify to anyone that might ever have to see them, which in most cases they won't, we'll get them, into that more later but you know that they're actually doing something with you and it and it's you know either it's it's helping you and if it's not they're actively taking steps to figure out how it can help you like that's the whole purpose of these notes so i think one of the biggest goals we had with these articles is like getting that information out to people if you ever do see your notes don't think that they're summing up everything about therapy they're just this one technical thing your therapist has to do
0: so so that brings me to um oh i can't wait to talk about reddit i i love reddit you you get so much dirt on what people really think and and their anxieties about therapy i'm looking forward to to hearing people's experiences but um you and i were discussing this earlier there there are kind of certain audiences therapists have in mind when they're they're writing their notes and it tends to be fairly dry. They, they limit the personal information in there. Um, and that's to do with what, what the notes may be used for and who they're seen by. And typically it would be insurance companies who would be interested in notes. Um, you know, if, if the client for some reason, um, you know, asked to see the notes, um, therapists tend to keep them pretty dry so that the client wouldn't be hurt by seeing the notes and the, the technical language. Um, sometimes if a, a client goes to see a new therapist, um, the the original therapist will send their existing notes to the other therapist to tell them a little bit about the client. But it, the, the notes tend to be very succinct and, and kind of dry. Um, again, so so different from a client's actual experience with the therapist. Totally. So uh, can you tell me a little bit? Like, uh, I, I would love to hear some of the stories from Reddit. What What were people seeking and what did they find?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if there was one that stood out, but there was definitely multiple stories of people who looked at their therapy notes and they felt basically diminished by them. They felt... that, you know, oh, I thought my therapist saw me in a certain way, and these notes were really disappointing. And, you know, that's hard to read. You know, for me, as someone who has, you know, uh, been a therapist in training in the past and and worked with people, to think they're going to see these notes and think that that sums up how the therapist sees you when it's the total opposite, you know. And in addition to Reddit, you know, I, I can tell a lot of stories of, you know, having been a social worker and had many co-workers who would go on and on about how much they hated writing notes. Uh, you know, most therapists don't like to write. There are exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, if if you're someone who doesn't enjoy the act of writing and you have to write these notes, you know, plus the fact that, for various reasons you don't want to have an excess of detail in these notes and they're there to serve a certain purpose they're not there to be a beautifully written statement the thing that blew my mind okay you know as as me someone who's always loved writing and I eventually realized that I was more meant to be a writer than I was to be a therapist or a social worker I enjoy writing so early on I would write longer notes and I would write beautiful flowing sentences and paragraphs and (laughs) Uh, my supervisor would get after me about it, uh, and I was so bummed out, too, because, um, and, and something people may not realize is that your, your therapy information is super protected and confidential. Uh, there are exceptions. However, you know, if you are working with a therapist who's in an agency and you're moving from one part of the agency to another, the consents you signed may allow other people in that agency to see notes. Like, uh, one of the jobs that I had um, in the past was as a crisis or emergency, you know, mental health worker. And if we were working with a, if we were evaluating a client who was, uh, you know, who got services from the agency that also ran the crisis division, we would be able to look at their notes. And when I would look at these notes and um, see the way other therapists wrote them it was such a bummer to me because they, they kind of sound like client appeared on time for session. Client discussed issues with partner client expresses feelings of being upset with partner. And it's just like, it's almost like caveman talk, but that's like the, that's actually the default way therapists are trained to write them. And um, there's so many reasons for that, but it's mortifying to me to think a client's going to see a note that sounds like (laughs) that and think that's what my therapist thinks about me. They're also gonna. You're also gonna think your therapist is dumb because they can't write. But that's that's you know it's just there's this whole culture around notes that they're not supposed to be written beautifully and in depth. So it's kind of.
0: I think the <laughs> the moral of the story is: you, if you want someone to to write a biography of your life, hire a writer. If you want to. <laughs> um, Yeah, I don't know what, you know, don't hire a therapist to to write a, a flowing, emotionally evocative tale of your life and its narrative arcs and its heartaches. It's just, it's therapists, not that.
1: There are therapists who can do both. You know, Irvin Yalom has written a lot of oh. wonderful poetic books. Uh, you know, some he's written some textbooks. but He's also written books for a popular audience that tell stories about therapy with all the identifying information disguised, of course. But he's a good writer. Some therapists are. And here's the funny thing, though, is even if you have someone who is a therapist who likes to write and maybe even doesn't in their spare time and is a good writer, their notes don't always have good writing in them.
0: So, so you can I, have I so I, even
1: I eventually started because I learned the hard way you don't want to have overly detailed long notes that have more than they should. So I started writing my notes more like the way we were trained client appeared in session. Client <laughs> appeared upset and it it was like so it was like almost physically painful to me to <laughs> write my notes like that. So even if a therapist is a good writer, you're probably not going to see evidence of it in your notes. <laughs>
0: So I, I think we need to plant a flag and say everyone deserves a witness to their life. I, I think one of the the wonderful gifts that, that therapists give their, their clients is they're a witness to their life because each person's story on earth is something valuable. I mean, it, it's kind of all they have. It's their story. You know, the, this is the... What they went through, who they are, what, what were their hopes, what were their dreams, where did life break them, where did it, you know, how did they find strength to these things? This, these are people's lives and this is something valuable, you know, and everyone deserves that. And, and you know, I think at its best, therapy can bear witness to this, um, you know, and give people a place where, where that can be held you know and shown as important your life is important and your story is important um so that that's got to be important um you know but i guess don't look for that in your therapist notes that's kind of not what they're about
1: well it's i i love all that and, and it's so true and um you know Something that I, I think would be cool And I think there are some writers who do this But there's there's writers who offer their services Of if you want to record your life story Like to, pa- to have for your loved ones Or whatever To have it written down Because everyone has a story And everyone's story is more interesting than they realize um, And you know therapists are helping you Kind of figure out what your story is Maybe you can even write it yourself But I will say that you might get a little sense of that With your intake assessment Dep- You know I know that <laughs> I I got a lot of crap from my supervisor about how I wrote my notes. None more so than my intake assessments which I don't even know how long they were because usually, you know, if you do an intake assessment for an agency, they give you like 25 different things you have to fill in. And um I would put in all this stuff and I would actually try to write it as a narrative or as a story. Uh because it did feel important to me that this is a person's story and it should be recorded somewhere. And I kind of took that as as something important. Um, But again, you know, I I think it's worth mentioning that as sacred as it is to write down a person's story and to try to do it well, the problem is um, the few exceptions of times when um, anyone else would ever see these notes, what most therapists want is for there to not be any more details in there than there has to be. Because... They don't want the insurance company to get more info about you than the insurance company needs to have. They don't want, you know, I I don't want to freak anybody out. This is, this almost never happens. But it is true that if a therapist receives a court order from a judge to release your notes, your notes can be released to the court. You know, you might think about this happening in some sensational, you know, true crime case or something, but um Mostly your notes aren't going to be seen, but there are circumstances where they might be seen. So therapists are writing in mind with the fact that we don't want to put all these beautiful details that tell your story in there because then those details could get out in a way that you, the client, wouldn't appreciate. So
0: so what? a question that just kind of came to mind is, um, are there any times that you would want to see your notes is there any scenario
1: um yeah i mean what i put in the article was basically that if you specifically are trying to see um how you're working with your therapist on a particular issue um it might help like again you're not going to find this beautiful story about you and your whole life in your notes but what you will find is, you know, the whole purpose of these notes is to track your progress. That's why they're called progress notes. So circumstances when you might want to actually see your notes are, um, you know, if you're thinking, you know, this approach my therapist is taking with me doesn't seem to be helping, your notes can kind of either show you, hey, oh, it's helping more than I realize, or, yeah, the notes are kind of indicating that we're not making much progress. Maybe we want to try something different. Or if you're thinking about seeing a different therapist and you just kind of want to get an overview of what you've done with your current therapist, they can be helpful there. So yeah, I think there are circumstances where you as a client can benefit from seeing your notes, but I think there are very specific circumstances in that a lot of people that would want to see their notes um, would either be doing it out of pure curiosity or doing it because they want some beautiful poetic brilliant mm. understanding of themselves to come through in these notes, they're just probably not going to find in there. <laughs> so,
0: and, and I'm thinking that, that it also might be the result of some sort of breakdown in therapy, like um, the client kind of angry with the therapist, or they're not getting what they need, and, and they want to know what's going on here. Or My thought is that, that it might be to do with that. I don't actually have any specific cases I can recall of that um but you know there's so much richness in the the client asking the therapist like what do you think of me or can you tell me how this therapy thing works or saying it doesn't seem to be working is there something different i should be doing it would be kind of it seems like a backdoor approach to to be looking at the notes themselves or requesting the notes
1: Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, one of the themes of my articles lately has been like, talk to your therapist about it. <laughs> you know, that there's there that I think a lot of clients kind of default in therapy thinking they're somehow breaking some taboo to talk about therapy with their therapist or to talk about their therapist to their therapist. But actually, that can be extremely powerful in therapy. And you're going to get a lot more out of asking your therapist or talking to your therapist about, hey, how do you think? therapy's going i'm feeling stuck or i'm feeling like i'm making progress but i'm not sure exactly how you know bringing those questions to your therapist can open up some really rich avenues for discussion interaction learning some things about yourself in the process of therapy whereas a lot of that stuff's not going to make it into the notes
0: that makes a lot of sense um i mean speaking of which um Am I right in saying that virtually always your therapist has to give you access to the notes that I know there is one case when it's not t- true, right?
1: Yeah. So that's part of HIPAA, um, which let me see if I, if I have the acronym handy, but it's, uh, you know, I'm not, it's Health Insurance Portability and Accessibility Act or something.
0: That was you know, good.
1: We've, yeah i think i got it right (laughs) yeah but you know uh we heard a lot of talk of hipaa during covid and a lot of people misunderstanding what hipaa is so um the gist of hipaa is that it's about protecting your health information that's in these notes because it's not just therapists who have these notes any health professional has notes about their work with you it's it's a requirement and um HIPAA was passed to kind of protect um, that information from being disclosed or seen by other people too easily. Um, And, uh, you know, the misunderstanding during COVID is that because of HIPAA, a health professional can't ask you questions about your health history. No. What HIPAA means is that uh, if your health professional wants to tell another health professional about your case, They're not allowed to do that unless there's a good reason for them to and, importantly, that you've given them permission to do that. Anyway, one of the things that HIPAA puts out there is that if a client requests to see their notes, the therapist has to release the notes to the client. The therapist can argue and push back and say, I think it would be harmful for you to see their notes. But the therapist would really have to justify that um, for them to be given an exception. For the most part, you as the client have the right um, to see your notes. And, um, so yes, you can request your notes and, you know, your therapist now, you know, even though your therapist is legally required to ultimately release your notes, if you insist on it, a lot of therapists will push back a little for some of the reasons we've discussed. Like, you know, we don't want you to get the wrong idea about what's going on in therapy and maybe they'll talk to you about it a little bit. Um, but then some therapists might feel fine, you know, having that discussion and letting you see the notes. Uh, Most therapists, I think, would want to have the discussion with you first about this is what you should expect to see in your notes and confirming that you actually want to do it because you're probably not going to get out of it what you were hoping to.
0: That makes sense. So um, I'm trying to summarize today's conversation in my mind. Um, We should be able to do that easily, right? Just
1: I don't know. We talked about a lot of different things. (laughs)
0: So um, here are the important points that come to my mind, which is the notes are probably um, not a great indication of who you are as a person. Um, I think really? you could say that this is something your therapist does in the background and you probably sh- don't need to think about it or worry about it too much. Um, chances are you would be disappointed if you, you saw the notes and you may even be hurt. Um if you are curious, it's probably something to talk to your therapist about and and try and understand why you are interested and if it w- you know and if the underlying reasons would be best met by seeing the notes or by having some sort of other conversation or exploration with your therapist. Um, have we missed anything?
1: I think that sums it up. And then we talked about all the different kind of notes, which I can even without even going into all detail about. I'm like. Basically everything that's in your chart is about exploring why you're in therapy, what you want to accomplish in therapy, and whether you are making progress toward accomplishing it. That's the purpose of your notes that are in your official record. They're not to tell your story. They're not to, in, you know, they're not to list all these beautiful, deep insights about you. They're, they're these very technical documents that are basically there to justify that therapy is actually happening for a reason and that something is actually happening because of therapy
0: great um as always please check out the companion article which goes into a lot of detail it's called what's in my therapist notes about me and that's on opencounseling.com and there's a sister article about this which is an article called what is my therapist writing about me and that's a really fun article too so thank you for listening thank you stephanie and we'll look forward to speaking next week